And then there's another one. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Robcast. This is episode 355, and it's called Permission Trip. And here we are. And speaking of here we are, uh, next week, I'm doing a two days here in Ojai. And there are some spots open for it. And we sit under these oak trees at the Art Center. And you bring your question about your project, your work, your life, what's next. And I ask you questions about your question. And uh, I, I take you through a process, but we're all sitting under these trees together, so we're all going through it. And so you're listening to somebody, and you're listening to them talk about their life. And at first you're like, I, that's not me. I don't relate. That's not what I do. And then 10 seconds in, you're like, oh, my God. I know exactly what that person is talking about. And then everybody that goes to lunch and dinner together and stuff happens and it's just, I always like a magic trick, I just don't know who's doing it. Um, so there are a couple spots for that next week and I would love uh, to see you here. And uh, it's funny because uh, on one Robcast, I was talking about the two days and I said, you know, like if you have a, if you're a kid or like your early 20s, you're, you have a kid in their teens and they're just sorting out who they are and how it works and who they want to be, send them to me. Send them to me for two days. And a mom did. She literally drove her son from like quite a few states away and would drop him off each morning. <laughs> it's just the best. Or uh, it feels perhaps like you're late in the game, um, which I don't even buy anyway. What is age, really? It's just a thing we made up in our minds. But uh, perhaps you have that feeling like it's a bit late to start something new. Uh, come sit with us under the trees and see what happens. And uh, yeah, see what happens. And uh, watch time sort of dissipate as you get clear on what's happening next and things get new again and, and away we go. So a couple spots for next week and then there are a couple of spots for end of October two days and some spots for the, for the one at the beginning of December. So... I would just love to sit under the trees with you. And of course, you meet um, all sorts of people from all over the place, which um, is just the best. So this episode, this episode in many ways is about the last episode, uh, because the last episode, I haven't, how would I say this? These responses, the responses to the last episode um, were of a different kind than um, than other things I've done, and the responses to this new book, "Where'd You Park Your Spaceship," aren't like anything. Uh, it's it's like all new. I'm, I'm trying to think how to how to how to give it language, like a, like a love and connection and vulnerability that is of a. It's got, it's got like a new kind of, I don't know, texture or color or feel or dimension. And I know that sounds like that's like proper level of woo there. Um, yeah, so I want the responses. I, I've noticed how many people, uh, this word permission, uh, this is the word I've heard from a number of you. Because I, I had to give myself permission uh, and that took me a bit. That took me a bit. Woken up in the night, and the sky is asking the sky, "Where'd you, where do you, where do you park a spaceship?" <laughs> and the story just kept coming as fast as I could take notes. 
and write it down. And, uh, and I had fear and I had cynicism and I had questions. And, it, and that's, of course, the trap, is if you go around the world talking about these things, it doesn't mean that you don't have them struggle like everybody else. Uh, I see that now. And I, I had, like, this isn't what I do. I don't write long novels about planets <laughs> after the Earth turns brown. Uh, and, and I had these, this was two years ago when I... When the, when the book first started, like, coming to me, like, you can't just go do something else. Uh, I distinctly remember, like, the very real fear, like, what if I spend years writing these stories and this whole, build out this whole world about these people and these planet, and what if no one cares? And what if I lose all this money and, and literally we, we don't have what we need to pay the bills, uh, yeah, which which is still a question, <laughs> but uh, something rises up within us, and it invites us to listen to it. And sometimes it's loud, and sometimes it's sometimes it yanks on the the sleeve of our shirt. It's like very insistent. Sometimes it's very over in the corner, very quiet. It's like a whisper. Uh, it invites us to listen to it, to follow it. And often, God, if, if you listen, it, it strikes to the core of our deepest held beliefs about who we are, about what even is a belief, what even is a thought, what, 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 is that even, what is that even? Who are we? How does the universe actually work? Is it friendly? Is it good? Is it okay for us to be us? Will I have everything I need? Will we be all right? Uh, for uh, for me, like I started, I I this story and the story that I wanted to write, but I didn't. I don't want to get let down again because I've been I've been disappointed a lot. Which once again is all clinging and attaching, grasping to thoughts about the future, <laughs> anxieties that are based on anticipation about what could or couldn't be. Like you can take all this apart. <laughs> you can do all that kind of work. Um, but I had, I don't want to get let down again. I don't want to have some big idea and then have it just sort of fall flat, which has happened a number of times. Or how about this one? I don't deserve this. This is too enjoyable. This has too much ease and flow to it. There must be something wrong, <laughs> right? Like a suspicion of the good. Uh, and then also this longing. Is it okay for me just to produce, just to pursue this? Is that, is that Okay. Yeah. I give the appearance of ease. And I can see now, it's only this year that I can see more clearly how I developed that armor. Just make it look easy. It's like armor I developed to deal with the pain of my ego. Uh, it's like a persona that I cultivated. Like, yeah, just follow it. Just try stuff. Just do stuff. What, what critics? What, what fears? Yeah, just... Live from your heart, like all that. Yeah, so much of it has been so difficult. And, and I, can, I can see now how I just carefully cultivated this. Not even, I, I kind of knew I was doing it, but you, you also look back and you, you kind of knew, but you kind of didn't, right? That's why it's called a shadow. 
uh, it's called a shadow because you can't see it. And then once you can see it, then the light shines into it, then it's no longer a shadow. Uh, but lots of ways that we, lots of ways that we armor that we developed in coping and personas, we, we, we didn't think our way to them. They happen really when we were young, like really young. They just, we developed them. And then later you see them. So uh, for me, it takes me a bit to see it. It takes me a bit to catch up. I need things really simple. They almost have to hit me over the head, which I realize now in that last episode telling you about being woken up in the middle of the night. Uh, by the way, it makes me laugh that I was woken up in the middle of the night by this guy asking this guy, where'd you park your spaceship? And it turned into this <laughs> novel that I just released. And a number of you are like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make, yeah, yeah, you get woken up in the night. You know, with the story. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but for me, uh, I needed to be woken up in the middle of the night, and the pages need, the, the pages, the story, it kept coming with such ferocity, such strength, such volume, and along with it, the joy. It's like I, like I needed it real clear, like, do this. What more do you need? <laughs> what, what, what more signs do you need? So perhaps you're like me, you need, it, you need it to come in really strong, really forceful, with a ton of joy, for you to be like, uh, what should I do with this? Mm, probably should follow it. <laughs> oh, I can also see now, and, and I've seen it, I've seen this pattern uh, in doing sessions, and, and like in the two days, how a goal can become a fog. So... When you're starting out, there's like this, you just want to find something you're kind of good at, right? Like when you're young and you're starting out, I just want to find something I'm good at. And um, if it helped people, God, that would, that would be amazing. If I could find something that I was good at and that helped people, that'd be a, that'd be a yeah, that'd be a great life. And then, this is called triple, by the way. The triple is, and if I could get, make some money doing that, if I could pay some bills doing that, if I could find something that I was like good at or I, could, I was competent at or that I was a craft or something that I was learning, I was getting better and better at, that also helped and made the world a better place, that also perhaps helped me pay the bills, that's the triple. That's the goal, right? Um, and if that's you, if you're like, oh God, I would love that. I'd love to find something I could give myself to. And if it could help, if it help people and if it could even help pay the bills, oh my word, that's like, that would be like a dream. Awesome. Okay, if that's you, that's a goal. Because developmentally, and uh, especially when we're young, but even later, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal. Squad goals. Go for it. Yeah, the triple, as I call it. Yes. We're cheering you on. Go after that. But then, this other thing can happen, and maybe this is you. Uh, because this is what happened to me. Something new emerges within you, and it's asking you to follow it. And you realize that the thing that you've been doing is coming to an end. A chapter is ending. Something new is emerging within you, and it's not this thing that you've been doing. And it often can be terrifying because you're like, no, I have a thing that I do. I don't get to go do something else. I found my thing. Like I'm just going to keep doing that. 
But then when you're still and you listen, it, it becomes clear like a chapter is ending, a season is ending. And you realize, oh, yeah, I, no, I don't want to keep doing that. It's time for the next thing. And who knows what will happen later? Maybe you'll pick it back up. Who knows? We're not, we're not there. We're here. And here is the only place we can ever be. And that feeling like right now it's time to do something else. So this sense of like what was once a goal, I just want to find something that I maybe could get good at that might help some people, maybe even help pay some bills. What was once a goal can actually, that thing can become a fog. It gets in the way of listening to the new thing that's emerging. It literally cuts you off from listening to your heart because the heart, the center of your being is speaking very clearly and what we keep doing is, yeah, but I'm but I do this. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, but and so what was once the goal can become a fog and actually is in the way. And just because you're doing something that maybe even you're good at it, maybe even it helps people um, can actually get in the way of you listening to what's happening now. So we dismiss the new and cling to what is and has been. It's like the security of the known and especially how others perceive us. Well, if I just like stop doing this, uh, what will other people think? Identity uh, can be like a prison that we built. It's like the lock is, (laughs) there's a lock, but it's on the inside of the door. Yeah. Yeah. Who would I be if I wasn't the boss or the, or the mother or the success story or the assistant regional manager? Who would I be? We, we build these identities that we then hold on to and cling to and grasp to. Who would I be? Um, you'd be fine. You'd be fine. <laughs> and some groups, families, tribes, playing fields, loyalty is the actual God. As long as you're loyal, as long as you don't quit, as long as you don't abandon us, as long as you go the distance, that's the highest value. Whatever you do, just do what you're doing and don't alter or disrupt the system that we have. Yeah. But then something new arises within you. It's like, let's go this way. Let's try this. Something's ending. Something new is beginning. Yeah, yeah. Think about an atom, what we know now about atoms. We're, what, 120, 140 years of taking apart atoms, the basic building blocks of matter, of life itself. But then we realize, actually, you can take apart atoms, and atoms are made of these smaller subatomic, subatomic particles. But those particles can be taken apart, and they're made of smaller particles. And what we now know about an atom, this basic building block of everything you and I know to be everything, is that atoms are made of these smaller particles, and the particles are constantly coming and going from the atom, and an atom is mostly empty space. So if you take a picture of an atom and then take a picture of an atom a second later, the, you're going to get a very different picture because the atom is constantly in motion. Yeah. Some refer to an atom as a cloud of possibilities because we don't actually know. There are probabilities, but we don't actually know for sure exactly what it's going to do a second from now. So this idea that your life, the goal is to find this thing, and then you just do this thing, and some do, and it's wonderful, but this idea that the highest value is that you find your groove and you stay in it, 
year after year after year after year. Uh, yeah, that's something humans came up with to feel safe and secure, but it's, yeah, imagine telling an atom that. Just do this. <laughs> the whole thing itself. Everything that we know that we think is solid, yeah, solidity is an illusion. All of the rocks, earth, the f ground beneath your feet, you're like, yeah, this is solid. I can stand on this. Mm -hmm. Made of atoms. Atoms, clouds of possibilities constantly coming and going. Energy in relationship. <laughs> yeah. So when you have some sense like, oh, the whole thing is shifting and changing. It's like it isn't what it was. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you're actually tuning into how the whole thing is. So if you have some sense, like you built a whole empire around yourself, and now it's over at some level, and there's something else, yeah, 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 not an unusual or strange thought at all, or especially if you got trained in something and you spent a, a number of years doing something. And so it's like, well, I would just be wasting all that. I went to school for that. I built up all this expertise in that. But you see what's so subtle, what's lurking in there, is that the point is production. The point is what you produce. But I, but I know how to do that, but I'm really good at that. Great, great. But if you have that sense like the whole thing is shifting and something is ending and something starting, probably what or often what is happening is we're being rescued from the idea that production is the goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's great that you know how to do that, but maybe you're not going to do that ever again. Yeah. Yeah, there are higher points. <laughs> there are higher experiences to being a human, other experiences to being a human than simply being a machine that produces things. Yeah. 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 Good can actually be terrifying at first. Possibility can be unnerving when things are wide open, when you have some sense like, oh, wait, I could go, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this. It, it, it can actually, yeah, it can be scary when you realize just how wide open it is. Yeah. You experience a taste of something and it, it, is, it is so good. And you find yourself like, could I, could I do more of that? C could I just follow that? It could actually be terrifying. All the things that we're grasping and clinging to, all the identities and the personas, and then something shows up and it's like, hey, 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 buddy, let's go this way. And it's like, can I just set all this down and leave that behind and shed that and just follow it. Yeah. But that can, yeah, it can be terrifying. That can, that can be terrifying and insanely invigorating at the same time. You're like trembling, like, am I even allowed to do this? At the same time, you're like, I can't imagine doing anything else right now. Yeah, that's what happened to me. That's what keeps happening to me. Yeah. It's like a, a permission trip. You just keep with each step having to give yourself permission. Yeah. Step by step. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's how it works. And it inevitably raises all these questions about the nature of the self, about what we've clung to and believe even about the nature of the universe. So that's why if you find yourself like just some, I think I might take that class. I think I might go follow that. I think, I think I might actually stop doing this. And you're like, but why, why does it feel so big and wide and deep? It's because that, that, that invitation, that guy asking that guy a question in the middle of the night, it goes right to the heart of our most deeply held assumptions and thoughts about who we are and what it means to be here. Yeah. And what we've done, what we're going to do, ah, it goes right to the heart of all that. And that's what I kept noticing in what you all would mention about that last episode. And even that, uh, doing an episode about that last episode, I've always, it's always been important to me not to talk about the response to what I'm doing, um, just to put it out there and move on. Um, that's also some armor that I developed early on. It's like when I learned that not everybody was appreciative of my efforts. <laughs> When I first received criticism, it was like almost like I built like a shield, like, well, doesn't matter how it's received. I just do the work. <laughs> but all that's coming apart at the seams. That's just that, all oh, that's just getting blasted to pieces. It, it's, yeah, of course, uh, of course, it means the world to make something and have it connect. Oh my God, to open up your heart and then see someone else's heart open and have this connection. Oh, the best. <laughs> the best. Uh, yes, that's what you do. It's like a trip you go on and you just keep giving yourself permission. And if you have uh, deep like layers of cynicism about the good, if it's good, you get cynical. It's like, nah, or if you have this phrase, it's too good to be true. Yeah, we have to like go back and rewire everything. Move from it's too good to be true to it's good enough to be true. I did. I did. I've even given, I think I've talked about Robcasts about that. <laughs> and I had to do, I had to Rob Bell myself. Yeah, I still am. Uh, about this episode, I had to Rob Bell myself. Just talk about it. Talk about how meaningful it was to hear people talk about how meaningful it was to hear me talk about giving yourself permission. Yeah, 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 that's what we do. We just keep giving ourselves permission, and then we find out where it takes us. Yeah, yep, peace and love, my friends. <laughs>